Welcome to the podcast. Three, 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 three uncles. Three, 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 three uncles in a basement. Three uncles in the basement podcast. Okay, and we're live. We're not live. We're we're recording. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're back with another recording. Are we doing introductions? No, let's just do the disclaimer. Hey, Raji. Okay, so like disclaimer, right? Maybe that's important. <laughs> Okay, so uh, we're not like professionals, right? We, we're not like well read on st- stuff. We just look at the headline and just assume the worst, right? That's like that. You know, Instagram's our greatest resource, right? And so it's kind of like Kanye West. You know, he says a lot of shit, but you don't listen to it. Oh my God. Okay, we're, we're doing this podcast for fun. Don't take anything we're saying too seriously. Don't take anything we're saying to be advice. This is not an educational podcast. We don't hate Jews. Oh no, we don't. We don't. We don't hate Jews at all. We don't. We don't hate anybody, unless it's personal. I, I hate people on a personal level. Yeah, but what about like the Nazis? Do we hate them? Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, can we just jump into our first actual topic? Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to start off. Okay, but thing is, hold on. Let me just pause for a second. Do we need a disclaimer for every episode? I think we do, but if you guys feel like we don't, then we can stop doing it. What if like one of our episodes like blows up and then like And that's the one they're like, Oh, look at all this information yeah. they're spewing and it's not And that's the one that's like the most racist and like <laughs> and like offensive episode. Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay, um I wanna start off with some bad news. Oh. I lost four pounds. How is news. that bad news? Isn't that good news? No, man, not for me. I spent my entire life trying to gain pounds. I can't be just giving a shit away. Yeah, but you're trying to gain muscle. You're not trying to gain fat. So if you lost a few pounds, I would guarantee you probably lost fat. No, it's it's, it's a number on the scale that matters to me. Yeah, m- muscle matters too. But right now, I'm not in. I can't gain muscle right now. I don't have the time. So I need like that number on the scale. I'm really annoyed that you lost weight because you did nothing. You're not working out. You're not eating healthy. You're literally doing nothing. You're just like sitting around. You lost your four pounds. And I've been trying so hard to lose weight. How much are you trying to lose? Well, okay. I was trying to lose six pounds, I think. And I lost five of the six. Um, But that took me like three months to do. Yeah, but you're already so skinny. There's nothing for you to lose. Exactly. Like, what are you trying to lose? Well, I'm done now, but like it took me three months to do like do what you did. And like I actually was like working out and doing 10,000 steps a day and like trying to eat healthy where you did nothing. No, I did do something. Tell them what you did. So I was drinking a large ice cap every day. <laughs> that's that's what led to my to my weight gain. <clears throat> a large ice cap every day and either a Tim Hortons BLT or an everything bagel with uh, chipotle bacon and tomato um and that took me like okay that like that gained a, i gained to gain a lot of weight with that diet and uh i i just stopped eating that shit yeah so you actually didn't do much all you did was like cancel out like one meal that you're having and replaced it with something healthier so you sacrificed something i sacrificed man you know how good those meals were like you sacrificed your leg tell them about your leg okay so i guess from like i think it's a treadmill it's over walking because some days i would do like twelve thousand steps 14 16 because i wasn't i was walking and working on the treadmill so i wasn't paying attention sometimes um and as a result of that now i'm experiencing like 
leg numbness in one leg and the sensation is like minimized like relative to the right leg <laughs> so basically what happened is she now has a sciatic issue where uh the sciatic nerve is somehow being pinched or something's happening and she has numbness in her, in her left leg these words are so complicated oh, i just understand uh, like nar jargi <laughs> that's basically what it is nar jargi <laughs> So then now I stopped walking on the treadmill. I'm going to see if that makes a difference. But I did, like, I went to the chiropractor, like... Do you want us to hold while you t- answer your call from your mom? Yeah. I'm pause. No, we're not going to pause. We're going to record this. Put it on speaker. Hello. Thirty July. was Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, but... When my Robin who does so keep out on your neck on the channel she hung up on me okay so now we know how Bindi speaks Punjabi <laughs> but like how do I know what I'm doing on 30th of July is that a long weekend Should how do you not know what you're doing on a, like on a weekend in the future like what if I have plan- like I don't shut up that's why she t- she told you long enough so you don't make plans what if I already have plans you don't have plans we are supposed to be doing something. <laughs> you're going to post something out of our ass. No, now. we actually have calendar invites set up of what we're doing. We're supposed to be in purchasing and installing blinds that day. We're not doing that. Trust <laughs> me. Well, that's not going to happen. What do you mean we're not like we're not doing that? We're not purchasing blinds that day and, and installing them. Then when are we doing it? Like, Listen, I just went along with this so you would stop bugging me. It's not happening on that timeline. Okay, but it has to be done before the wedding. So uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. I just Not with that attitude. Like. Blinds are complicated. We've been trying to change these blinds for like six months now. We Our parents went to like the drapery. The guy's like, I'll come in an hour. Then he never showed up. So we just never thought about it again. Okay, uh, wh- what topic were we discussing before the phone call? I think we were just we getting... Yeah, we didn't start anything. Weight loss and uh, Bindi's yeah. Nar Jargi. Anyways, getting into uh, the actual stuff. The thick of it. The thick of it. <clears throat> so, um, I've never really been into astrology. I've never sought uh, I, I sought out a pundit or an astrologer for fortune telling or anything. Yeah. But yesterday, Bindi and I were downtown. Oh, damn. And uh, we're, walking, uh, we're, we're walking down the street. And some guy walks, walks by us and he, he mutters... You're a very lucky man. And I'm like, I, I heard him. Yeah. And my mind went to like, oh, like, is you, like, oh, you like, hit on my girl? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm going to go fuck this guy up, right? <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't going to do that, but like, I was actually going to be like, I was actually going to give him some words and shit, right? Yeah. So I turn around, like, excuse me? He's like, you're, you're a lucky man. Yeah. I'm like, okay. See, I, I read your forehead. Oh, damn. Yes. He's like, you, uh, <laughs> see, I saw your forehead. And uh, you have two good news is coming to you in the next month. Oh shit! And then he took us aside, like like just off to the side of the side of the sidewalk. Yeah. And uh, he starts talking to us. And uh, what, what did he say next? So he said like June and July, you're gonna like something really good is gonna happen. Like those are gonna be two really good like months for you. Yeah. And then he proceeded to do some like black magic shit, which blew. <laughs> What? It wasn't black magic shit. He started like asking Robin questions and he would write it down. So he was like, oh, like, uh, what was it like? 
pick a number. What's your favorite number? Yeah. No, he he was trying to prove that he wasn't a fraud, right? Like yeah. that, like what he saw, like apparently on my forehead was legit. So he's like, uh, I'll prove to you that I'm not just making shit up here. Yeah. And he uh, he whips out some pieces of paper. He, he he scribbled something on a tiny piece of paper. He folded it. Yeah. And uh, he put it in my hand. And he's like, all right, now uh, now pick a number between one and uh, one and ten. Yeah. I picked seven. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, pick a uh, pick a flower. Yeah. I picked a rose. Then last rose are pretty common. Though. I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that. Right. Okay. So and then he did some like jantar mantarli like <laughs> like abracadabra shit. Right? Yeah. And then he's like, open the paper. Yeah. I opened the paper and it said seven, and rose. Damn. Right? Yeah. So we were pretty impressed. Yeah. But if you think about it, subconsciously, if you want to pick a number between one and ten, seven is considered to be a lucky number. So it's likely you will pick seven. Yeah. It's very common. A lot of people pick seven. Like. So that can be explained that way. And roses are the most popular flower. So it's a very high chance that somebody's going to pick a rose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he did that first and then he does the second thing where he's like. So before we get into that. So this first little bit, you can kind of explain away just because like how, uh, because of how our minds work, how we're conditioned to think. Yeah. People are likely going to pick number seven because it's lucky and roses because it's the most popular, popular flower. The man's really betting on himself because if you like get it wrong, you're gonna look like a fucking idiot. Oh, hold on a second, and then he kept going <laughs> yeah. with more questions and shit. Yeah. Then he's like, then he uh, he scribbled something on another piece of paper, folded it. Yeah. And he and he gave it to me. Yeah. Okay. So then Robin's holding that paper, and then he asked like Robin how old he is, and Robin's like thirty four, and he's like, okay, then how old is your like. What do you say? Like girlfriend, wife, girlfriend. whatever. And then, um, so we're like, okay, I'm 28 is what I said. And then he's like, okay, now open the paper. And then on the paper, it said 34 and 28. Okay, that's pretty. How good. do you explain yeah. that? Like that, I don't I know. Yeah, right there. Yeah. This piece of paper says. Um, yeah, so it says 28, 34. Oh, and um, he had us pick a number, uh, sorry, a color, color, which we picked red and red was on that piece of paper. Yeah, so it says red. That's Even up. red, you can kind of explain because like it's a popular color. Yeah, yeah. But how do you explain him get, getting the ages right? I want to go to, up to that guy and let him guess my age. That'll be the true <laughs> testament. <laughs> That's funny because he's 16 and he looks 35. Yeah, so it was like the weirdest thing with the ages. And then he started saying like, oh, like, like she's like a really good match for you. She has a really good heart, whatever. And then he goes, but she's pretty stubborn is what he said Damn, i agree you hit it on the i don't, coffin, nail in the I don't coffin. agree with that but whatever um hence stubborn um yeah but okay it was oh then the last thing he said to robin was like um don't overthink like you have a tendency to overthink and you just stop doing which that true, which is very true but if someone tells you that don't you just overthink even more then i kept thinking about him telling me not to overthink <laughs> So yeah, it was like a weird experience, but the I was like shocked though with the whole age thing. The other thing he said was, he said if you ever have to go to a go to an, an important meeting, don't wear black. And then he said the other thing you shouldn't do is get a haircut on a Saturday. That's the only day I have off. When am I supposed to get a haircut? Yeah, and he also said like don't clip your nails 
on Saturdays either. Either it was Saturdays and Tuesdays. That well, what happens if you he do? He said that it's then? not good for him. Like apparently, it's not. What are you gonna get like a bad haircut if you do that? <laughs> 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 um, but I don't. Okay, so a part of me was like, okay, it's interesting. Like it's cool that he predicted these things. But part of me was really annoyed because at the end of it, he's like asking for money, right? And I was waiting for that money grab to to uh, to show up in the very beginning. Yeah, I was I was waiting for it. I'm like, uh, like when is it gonna come? When is it gonna come? At the very end, he's like, now put some money in my wallet. <laughs> yeah, and then we're like, I was like, oh, we didn't like ask for this, right? Like, it's not like we we were here saying like we want the service, like so. I'm like, no, we're not doing that. But then Robin, being too nice as he is, obviously gave the guy money. Yeah, I looked at it as a I got a. It was a, a dinner. A dinner man a show. <laughs> the show cost me twenty bucks. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, and then we saw that he like he was walking around Yorkville afterwards too. We passed by him again, so I think he roams the streets like doing that. Yeah, so uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens in the next month or two in terms of good news. Yeah, I'm not really waiting for anything. I'm just I don't really believe in this stuff, and uh, but it was a uh, he, he with, with especially with the age stuff. It, getting the ages right that was uh, that was impressive you think those guys had like a school or like training or is, is he showed he... us a picture of his teacher okay <laughs> and he made me touch it for good luck <laughs> yeah oh my gosh it was like uh like uh, i think they live in like in varanasi india oh. those uh those like they they, they they cover themselves with like like white paint Oh, they have like long dreadlocks. Yeah, was he one of those guys? And he made me touch his photo for good luck. And then he's like, "When he's like, before you open this uh, little uh, parchi that I, I gave to you, he's like, he's like, blow into your fist, then touch it to your forehead, and touch it to the back of your neck." Right? I'm like, oh, I mean, there's people around. Like, <laughs> what are you making me do, man? <laughs> yeah. no, but you didn't really do it. All you like, I saw you blow into it, but then you just opened it. You didn't. He also asked me for my grandmother's name. I'm like, I guess, okay, that's too far. That's too far, <laughs> man. I'm not, 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 not like he's gonna do anything with that information. But no, nah, but if you're like a, if you like have that ability to like do that type of shit, why not just like invest in like a stock or like sports betting, and then you could just become a millionaire. It's a, hey, it's uh, it's like street magic. Like you know, when those uh, what are they called? Magicians? No, no, not not magicians. Uh, m- mentalists. Who can like read people? Kind of that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think it is. So I'm not really I'm not really I'm, I'm gonna get it here. Quitting my hair on Saturdays, man. <laughs> right? It's 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 convenient. I'll cut my nails whenever I want to cut my nails. The other thing that kind of um, uh, tripped me out was on his hand, he had a tattoo of Ikon uh, Kar. Oh damn! So. Oh, why is he doing pundit things? Like, there was, that's okay, too like, many he, he, he looked like a pundit from his appearance. Yeah, but, but like, why, why he had an icon god? That's fine. It's a, it's, you, you, like, it's, yeah. it, just, it just means one, well, one god. But if you're, it's a, it's a, it's a Sikh philosophy. And Sikh philosophies don't believe in this astrological stuff. Yeah. So this guy's like a walking contradiction. <laughs> or maybe he, like, got it, like, when he was young and then he turned into, like, one of those guys and he couldn't, like, get, like, the tattoo removed. There's tattoo removal services. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, so that's that's what happened yesterday. Well, there are like um, in America, there's this 
three H O. I think it's like three happy. I don't know what the O stands for. Life, right? but this O. I don't know. Oh, what do they do? They're like they're like sick people. Like these gore, right? They have like this thing, but they do like yoga and shit, and like they're into like stones and kind of stuff. Like crystals and yeah, crystal those, healing yeah. and stuff. But, but you can't be a sick and be into that kind of stuff. No, but like they have like they have like a Goddara in like Arizona or something. And I think it's New Mexico. New Mexico, yeah, I see you know. Like uh. they try like turban, like the star and like, you know, they like have like Guru Granth Sabji, but they also do like that kind of yoga and shit too. Something I, I realized about people who transition into a new faith, they end up being more devout followers of that faith than the people who are actually born into that faith. Yeah, I agree with that. Would you agree? Yeah. And then the reason being is because, like for us, born being born into sick families, we stick with more of what the culture teaches us than actually what the what the what the religion teaches us. Yeah. When new people come in, they don't know shit about the culture, so they just follow the religion word for word. Yeah. So they end up being better followers of the of the religion than, than the people who were actually born into that religion. Yeah. Example of this, like what you're saying is like, if you like, we are like on a con pot, right? And like, you see like Bobby, like when they'll be like itching their face, right? And then they'll like turn the page, right? Where that's like, sure, it's fine. But then if you see somebody who's like new, right? Who's like just like starting, they'll use like, you know, they have like a towel on their head. They'll use like the towel to like itch their face and then, you know, which is more respectful. <laughs> respectful in a way and you can like they're kind of like you know like it's like when you do like a, when you like first join a job or whatever you're gonna follow like the rules exactly versus like a veteran person like you know we could cut corners but I don't get the towel thing how, how is wiping your face or like germs on your face and then you think a towel is clean man I, I don't know bro. I guess it's creating a barrier where it's not like it's not your hands you're your trying hand, to create, yeah. keep your hands clean like our, our dad's friend from india was like friends with the astrologer and he got the astrologer because he because he owns like um like alcohol shops right and he got like the astrologer to like come to the alcohol shop and then like do like whatever they do like tell him like where to put the bottles and shit in the shop (laughs) the black label needs to be by the window (laughs) the crown needs to go in the back the gray goose has to be over there (laughs) this will optimize your sales the desi <laughs> you keep in that cupboard over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's what they do for houses too. They do that. Is it feng shui? I don't know what it's called. Yeah, yeah, it's feng shui. Right. Oh, yeah. like how to position the house so you get the, the the most positive vibes. Yeah, yeah. My fof, I think my fofor went to uh went to a pandit once. Yeah. And uh, I went to my pool's house one day, and my had his has ear, pier- <laughs> had his ear pierced, <laughs> like brand new ear piercing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How what? old is this man? No, this was like a long time ago. This is when um, this is like at least like twenty years ago. So my father was probably like twenty five at that point, right? Yeah. And uh, we go to the, go to their house. He got an ear piercing, and apparently a pundit said, "If you have <laughs> have an ear pierced, you get good luck." But the pundit told him the gate ear. Because if you if you're a guy and you have both ears pierced like I do, it's fine. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're a guy and you have one ear pierced, if you're a straight guy, it's your left ear. That's what people say. And if it's your if it's your right ear, apparently it means you're gay. 
My footboard hat is right ear pierced. <laughs> but how an ear piercing makes you straight or gay? It's just. It's oh no. <laughs> you see guys with like identify. those like uh, gold ear piercings. You see those guys. Oh, I hate that. The juts. Yeah, you know why that's the thing. Our dad told us this like back in the day. Like it was hard to like like take care of money and like you know some ball pass here right so then they just get like gold ear piercing so then they could just take it off and then sell it whenever they need money i just thought it was like a, like, like an old-time fashion thing oh no that's what our dad told it doesn't us. look good i think it looks good uh, the they call it nothing you think they look good i want those please do not do that should i get them right they're so ugly are you serious <laughs> but like it's in keeping with my jet culture <laughs> <laughs> only fobs wear that Jeez, you said the F word. Oh my, oh my God. God. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> but I am a fob. I wasn't born in Canada. You're not a fob. I kind of am. Did you just come here yesterday? No, but like I, I wasn't born here. Okay, what are the consti- What are the constitutions to be considered the F word? If you came here when you were a teenager or older. If you have an accent, then you fall into that category. Okay, so if you came so as a teenager or older, you will have an accent. Yeah, our parents came here as like older and they have accents. They don't count because they're not, they're, they're not young. Okay. Yeah. It's like if you fall within like this generation. Okay. Or like your generation. I don't think we have like fobs in my generation. Like one or two guys I know. That's the thing though. Like when I, when I was younger, there were a lot of people who were teenagers <clears throat> who would come to Canada and uh fit into that category yeah now it's just everybody who ju- they just they finish high school in, in india and they uh, come for their uh their pr stuff to, to canada yeah i only know like one guy he came when we were like in grade four but he still he had an accent right so he still had an accent he still has an accent i met him like a grade seven last time and he started accent then see for, for me I, ca- I came in grade three and i think it took maybe Two years for the accent to fully go away. And by that, I mean, I was, it was like one word I would say with the fob accent. Everything else was like normal, like good English. And it was the word wiper. I kept calling <laughs> Viper. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, so that, so that was, yeah, that was it. Uh, but I, I picked up on my English pretty, pretty quick. That's good. The thing that helped me was I grew up with, not grew up with, like my first two years were spent with white people. Probably, that definitely helps because then you're like, well, all the words you're hearing, they're like with proper pronunciation. Yeah, because m- my cousin and I were in the same class in grade three. Yeah. And I spoke no English. So I would talk to my cousin in Punjabi and the white kids would be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you speak our language. <laughs> so like they forced me to, to, to learn English. Yeah, see, the problem with like that kid who came in grade four was... Like the teachers, you didn't know like English, right? So teachers, like teachers, thought I was brown. He was brown. Teachers, like yo, just tell him in like your language. So then the entire year, I just translated everything oh. for him. Teachers, like that's probably one kid who doesn't speak English with another kid who doesn't speak English. <laughs> 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 no, coming. Uh, uh, like, what kind of community you you show up and live in? It makes a huge difference on uh, on your English speaking abilities. As as you grow up, yeah, I think our community wasn't the best. Just live in Rexdale, man. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Um. Sorry. Uh. We had to pause for for a little bit, but we're back. Um. What were we talking about? English versus English. Yeah. English versus English. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I was saying, uh, what like, like the age you you, you come to Canada and what kind of community you live in makes a huge impact on your English 
abilities. So, like, given that you, like, grew up in India for a bit and then came here and then obviously experienced life in school here, like, what has been your perception of, like, growing up in Canada as someone who came from India? I don't know. So, okay. I, uh, I was seven when I left India. So my thoughts and experiences right now are basically Western. Like I have zero influence left in me from India just because I was so young. Um, but was that, was that the question? Yeah, but like what, what's been like your experience? Like, How did you think it was going to be how versus how it is? Oh, okay. Okay, so... When I lived in India, my dad would tell me about Canada because my, like, my cousins and my dad's brothers were, were in Canada. Yeah. So they would tell my dad like how Canada was. And, uh, okay, sorry for... So there was another interruption. So, okay. It doesn't matter. I'm cutting it Okay. <laughs> All right. So getting back to... What was your question? How is Canada now versus what you thought about it when you were in India? Not, not now. Like what we thought, think about it. What you thought it was going to be versus when you came and experienced Expectation it. versus reality. Yeah. I thought there were going to be those cartoon hams. Right? I thought <laughs> I thought, I thought, thought we were going to have those. Are you just messing? With no, no, I'm not messing. Like, like when I was a kid, yeah. I used to watch uh, these cartoons in, in India. They were like Warner Brothers creations, right? Yeah. There was one called Tailspin. It was about a, a bear who's a pilot, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a bear who's a pilot. And the show was called Tailspin. And like on those kinds of shows, like the food would always have like a ham. Yeah. So I thought when I got to Canada, there would be those hams just like laying around. <laughs> right. And then my dad would be like, oh, in Canada, they drive on the, on, the, on, the, on the right side and a steering wheel is on the right side, on the left side. Yeah. And you don't have to change gears. I was like, whoa, <laughs> you don't have to change gears? <laughs> right? that, like, that, like, that blew my mind. Yeah. And the other thing was, Coke. My dad's like, oh, there's so much Coke in Canada. I was like, oh, fuck. Really? <laughs> like the one you drink. Not <laughs> no, no, like not, like not, like not cocaine. <laughs> not cocaine. <laughs> the, the one you drink. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Because when I, when I was a kid in India, Coca-Cola, Coke, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't normal to have it in your house. I, we would drink it maybe once a month, once every two months. So... But it was so good. Like I developed like a taste for it. Yeah. Like I wanted it all like all the time. So when my dad said, well, there's Coke in Canada, right? I go, oh, fuck, like, every day? <laughs> and then I got to Canada and there's like, literally Coke in your house like every day. Yeah. And then like I want to drink it every day. But then my parents <laughs> wouldn't let me. And then now I have Coke issues. <laughs> like I, I, I want to drink Coke all the time. But if I do, I still get judged by, judged by my parents. So those were like the, the some of the some of the things that I had perceptions of, and yeah. some of the things that weren't true, and some things that 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 were true. The other thing was, so my parents said we're gonna move to Canada, and I thought Canada was a city. Oh. So we came and we landed in Winnipeg. I'm like, what the fuck is Winnipeg? <laughs> I thought I thought we were going to Canada. <laughs> right? So stuff like that. And then um, I thought we were gonna, just gonna go to Canada for maybe like a couple of months. Yeah. I didn't didn't expect that we'd be actually living here and uh, having to go to school here. So <clears throat> I spoke zero English. No, I wouldn't say I spoke zero English. I could be I could like have like a very very basic conversation because the schools I went to in India they were English 
speaking schools, but we spoke Hindi in the schools, <laughs> all right? So my grasp of the actual English language in, in order to have a conversation, zero. So in Winnipeg, I'm sitting in class, grade three, and the teacher's asking questions, and the kids are putting their hands up saying, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm thinking, if they know, why are they saying no? You know what Why are they saying no? So, it was, uh, it was stuff like that. What about like, I'm uh, using <clears throat> grade four, like French starts, right? So like, how was that when you first started learning French and shit? Oh, I, I, I knew English by then. Like I, like, I, okay. like, like I said, I picked up English very quickly. Uh, but just like that one word took me two years to fix how to say it. <laughs> Viper, right? Viper. Um, but, so I think part of the reason why you picked up English so quickly was the school you went to in India, you guys spoke English. We spoke Hindi. Oh, you spoke Hindi? I thought you spoke English. It was an English medium school. That's what they call them. Yeah. It's, it's supposed to be English, but everybody just speaks Hindi. So that's why you know Hindi. That's why I know Hindi. What about like clothing and shit? Like, did you think like people... Oh, fuck. Don't do your, your clothing, man. <laughs> I came to Canada wearing pink. Okay? Yeah. Because nobody in India gives a shit about color. I don't know what... Like, now, I don't know. Back then, guys were wearing pink. Yeah. And nobody gave a shit. So I come to Canada and I have these, I have these, uh, these white shoes with pink lining on them. Yeah. And I thought they were fine. My parents thought they were fine. Right? Yeah. I go to school and kids make fun of me. Like, oh, Harpreet's wearing, oh, curl <laughs> shoes. And I'm standing there trying to like, like, have tears in my eyes. Like, like, <laughs> oh, my try, God. Trying not to cry and shit, right? And the girl I had a crush on, she's making fun of me. <laughs> right? And I'm sitting there like, oh, fuck. With like, like, like broken heart and shit. Like, like, like lo- love my life at that point is making fun of me for wearing pink shoes. <laughs> right? So, clothing-wise, it's... uh. Uh, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. I think there's a lot of campaigning now of like wearing pink and like allowing it to be okay. Oh, I like I, I'll wear pink now. I don't give a fuck. Pink, it's a nice color. I think only kids care about that type of only shit. Only kids care about that shit. The, uh, what was the other, the other thing you asked? Clothing and clothing and just like like did you think like everybody was gonna like etiquette sort of like do you think like everybody was just gonna be like wearing like coat pants and like suits and shit or like no 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 uh not that um so okay the other thing that really makes an impact on how you live is the type of family you come live with because they make a huge impact on how you no 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 on the type of habits you develop we lived with my cha-cha guys, right? Yeah. And we learned everything from them. Basically, like how to behave in Canada, like what kind of manners to use. If we didn't live with them, I don't know what kind of wild animal <laughs> people we, we would have been. It, I, I honestly don't. See, I, I credit them for instilling um, the appropriate et- et- etiquettes in us. I used to sit at the dinner, ta- dinner table and burp, <laughs> right? And my cha-cha is like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> if you burp, you say, excuse me. So, okay. So, I learned. Yeah. Um, cleanliness. We l- learned it from them. And s- stuff like that. What about, like, did you think, like, there's going to be, like, a lot of, like, brown people, like, up in Bundi here? Or in, like, Canada? Oh, I, I had no. I, I had no uh, perception of uh, what kind of demographics we'd be coming into. Is the only So, in Winnipeg, my class only had three brown kids. Imagine that. <laughs> a classroom in Canada with only three brown kids. There's probably few left now. <laughs> There's zero left now. 
yeah so those were my perceptions what about like like cause like over here you live in houses right and then like over in india as well like all kate and stuff right right i don't know i haven't been to india like a long ass time i don't know how it is no you have houses in india like you no but like was there like a difference between like living in like a pent versus like living like moving into like kind of like a city and I, we didn't i didn't live in a pent oh okay. i lived in a city oh okay yeah so we had a house it was a huge house and uh we used to go to the go to my pent because my grandparents were there yeah I, uh, that was awesome but yeah like even if you live in a city in india uh, or a bend it's not the same as living in a uh, living in canada living even living in a bend in canada it's so much different would you want to go back and like visit no <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> visit yeah okay i've been back to india three times um 2004 2012 2014 and uh it's always like there's other parts of India I want to see, and it's just like then if I whenever I go back next time I I have no plans of going back anytime soon. I don't want to go to Punjab. I, I, I there's other parts of India that I want to see. Yeah, I don't want to go. You're coming with me. <laughs> You're coming with me. No. <laughs> oh my um, God. <laughs> I I'm just afraid of getting sick in India, man. That's that's what like stops me me from going. That plus like the long ass plane ride, like you, I don't know how well you're gonna do with that. Getting sick in a long ass plane ride, it's uh, it's for me those are very strong d- deterrents, right? That prevent me from wanting to go back to India. So we're not going. <laughs> what about a boat ride? <laughs> so I can be fresh off a boat in India. <laughs> yeah. A fob in India. Oh, this guy speaks English. <laughs> Yeah, that said, there was one white guy that used to live in his pen or something. Really? I don't know. Was he, was he like an albino Indian? <laughs> 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 probably call him Gora, that's why. Oh. <laughs> he was albino, he was light-skinned, probably call him Gora. <laughs> oh no, I heard, I, the only thing our dad ever told us was he owned like horses or something. Like that's it. The white guy? Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't know anybody that they He owned horses? Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I... I actually thought like Canada would be like a paradise. That's what I thought. Oh. But it's uh What about the snow? How was it when you first saw the snow? Oh yo, the, the snow man, fuck. Uh it was like October Winnipeg. Yeah. So Winnipeg gets snow a lot earlier than we do. My teacher took me outside, my ESL teacher. Yeah. She took me outside. And uh she's like, Whoa, this is snow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what? I'm like, Whoa, this is amazing. <laughs> like that's like they they literally took me outside to introduce me to the snow. Damn. Like, this is your new friend. <laughs> <laughs> but did you, Snow. Did you kind of have an idea of what it was from, like, watching? I knew what, you know, yeah, from watching TV in India, I, like, I knew what snow was. Again, like, they, they, they told us, like, in Canada, it snows. But, like, having a teacher take you outside by the hand, <laughs> like, in the middle of class, takes you outside. I'm pretty sure I wasn't even in my ESL class. I think it was just in my, in my normal class. And she comes by, oh, heartbreak. Why don't we go outside? <laughs> Go outside. This is snow. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. I think I, I think I picked it up in my hand or something, and uh, it was it was it was awesome. Uh, the, the, so the other thing, when when we used to go to school in the mornings, yeah, um, the teachers would open the doors, and like you know like that, that kiss and ride program. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what the kiss and ride program is? When you drop off your kid, the yeah, teacher yeah. opens the door. Okay, and yeah, there you right. go. Yeah. That blew my dad's mind. He's like, India, which the mantri must say door call them, that's a joke, I must door call you. Okay. So the level of respect that kids got, like, that blew my dad's mind. That's really for efficiency purposes, like, throw your kids out of the car and let's keep it moving. Yeah, man, but, like, you don't see that. You, you don't see that. see that in India. I, I just, I had no, honestly, I, I had a great support system in, in the, within, within the school because like, there was only one new from India brown kid, basically. Yeah. So you were, like, a rare commodity, so you got <laughs> the attention. Like. I was basically, like, a, a rare commodity. So in, in Winnipeg, I was the only kid in the ESL class. Damn. So all the attention was on me. Did they have to start the ESL class because you... <laughs> <laughs> hire a teacher for you <laughs> <laughs> never thought of that that makes sense never thought of that but so what i was saying was because i had that one-on-one attention i picked up english a lot quicker because like the teacher would have me read stuff i could read english yeah but i was i was reading it with with my fob accent right yeah so she would correct my english right there and then and that helped me pick it up that much faster well, but wasn't then your sister in the esl class with you no, she was in kindergarten, so, oh. like, she started fresh. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah, I was in ESL for three years. My cousin was born here. Yeah. Rana. You yeah, know. yeah, Rana. He's born here. Born yeah. and raised. They put him in ESL. <laughs> Why? I think, he had, I think he had trouble pronouncing the SH sound or oh. the CH sound. They do that for, like, people who don't, like, speech, speech issues. Because uh, I used to, I wasn't in ESL. <laughs> you shut up, man. Speech. <laughs> oh, um, why, why weren't you in ESL? <laughs> no, I, I wasn't in ESL, but I, I did have like a dedicated like speech teacher because I couldn't pronounce certain like words and like uh, sounds and stuff. So I think from grade like three, like two, three, four, right? So maybe like three years, I would like go spend an hour with her once a week and we would play games and just like talk and like through that she would get me to like say different words that's pretty cool a speech therapist did it make a difference i don't don't think so (laughs) no did not yeah the other thing that um that happened was i was introduced to like the whole christmas stuff yeah because like it was like mostly white right so like they were big on like christmas carols and and and, like learning about christmas so i used to love that stuff i loved it that's why you were in the choir. And, and, and I joined the choir. Like I, this new kid, new kid from India, very speaks English. <laughs> I'm in a choir singing Christmas carols, right? I don't even know how I how I ended up in, in the choir. I think I think uh, I thought we were going outside, outside to play, and then I'm in the music music room singing Christmas carols. I don't even know how it happened. To be honest with you, man, I just one day I was just. just Singing jingle bells and deck the halls. You didn't care maybe for the snow. Need, no, maybe the teacher like put you in there on purpose because they needed some diversity in the choir. <laughs> <laughs> My cousin was with me. Okay, so. Oh, okay. Then this one time, they took us to an old folks' home. Yeah. A senior's home, and we sang Christmas ca- Christmas carols <laughs> for them. And then they took us to a mall, and then we did a performance in the mall. It was yeah. Nice. My kids won't have any of this shit. They won't. Why? We can put them in the choir. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think there's choirs here. I think it probably depends on the school. Like, maybe. 
Yeah, but who, who's going to join the choir? A bunch of brown kids? What? That's the thing. There's too many brown kids. Like, you don't get that, like, that feeling that I got when I came to Canada. Oh, you mean, like, special attention? Yeah, you don't get that special attention. Yeah, because why do they need that? Because, like, we're a dime a dozen now. <laughs> okay. So there's a, it's like inflation. Inflation? Yeah. We're worth less now. <laughs> Move to America. Like, to Texas or some shit. Um... Jesus, like the phone call episode. It's like a phone call right, episode. Clear the lines. We have another caller. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to know about my? Um, like you guys had televisions in India, so that's not really, like technology and shit. Like, was it different? Like, oh yeah, so different. Really? For the first six years of my life, we didn't have a phone. Oh damn. No, we used to go to use the neighbor's house. Oh. We used to go to use the neighbor's phone at their house so what ha- what would happen was my chacha guys would call the neighbor yeah because we gave them their number yeah and they'd be like we're gonna call this time so have them come over yeah so the neighbor would be like yeah you guys are gonna uh, you'll be getting a phone call from canada at like 10 a.m so just come over yeah so then we'd come over at 10 and my chacha guys would, guys would call and then that's how they would talk on the phone yeah um yeah we got a phone when i was like in uh in grade two i think oh yeah I have a friend who grew up in in uh, in Pakistan. Yeah, uh, two friends, and they lived in big big cities, oh, city, yeah, yeah. and they grew up with like comics and like all that stuff. And it was it was so different for us. For us, it was like I didn't know what comics were. Damn. Yeah. Um, health system. I think we covered that before. Or? In India? Yeah, India. We covered that. I think one time. No, I don't know. Do was that was that off the podcast? Or? Probably off the podcast. Yeah. What do you want to know? So like, how does like India health care system compare to like? Oh, here? we did talk about this. Yeah, it was in one of the uh, episodes we haven't released. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. Like, uh, I've like, been fortunate that in the times that I've gone, I haven't had to use. No, actually, I did once. If you know the doctor, you can skip lines. It's basically like everything else too. Basically, like everything <laughs> else. If you uh, if you if you know the person. You can you can you can jump lines and shit. Damn, bro, that's why networking so important. <laughs> yeah. It's not, especially in India. It's it's not what it's not what you know. It's who you know. Yeah. <clears throat> the thing with the uh, healthcare system is, the guys that I know who uh, who have recently come to Canada, they swear by the Indian healthcare system. They can jump lines and shit. They have connections, right? Yeah. And they feel that the doctors in Canada are incompetent. Versus doctors in India. I don't think that's true. If that were true, then doctors from India could just jump on a plane, come here and practice. But no, they, they got to go through licensing requirements and uh, meeting certain standards before they can start practicing in Canada. Yeah. But it's just something about people from India who've recently come to Canada who just, they just swear by the Indian healthcare system. Either they have the means to afford top notch healthcare. Because it's not the case for everybody. There's people in India who are dying because they can't get access to healthcare. Yeah. Right. So, but by and large, they think that doctors in in Canada are incompetent, and doctors in India are the best thing in the world. I think it might be because like <clears throat> over here the doctors are like there's like more chill or like at like your level versus like over. Oh, I think there's more more regulations and more regulations in Canada. You can't just nilly willy just prescribe whatever you want. Yeah. Right. They have their, in a sense, in a sense, they have their hands tied behind their back because if they don't follow certain protocols and certain regulations, they can lose their, their license. Yeah. Right. In India, based on what I've heard and maybe even a little bit of my experience, 
they're going to prescribe you the strongest medication. Yeah. It, it gets the job done. It does. But I think there's regulations in place for a reason. Yeah. Right. So when I went to India in 2012, my anxiety got got really bad to the point where I once had a panic attack in the car and the solution that came to came to my mind to escape that environment yeah. was to jump out of the moving car. Damn. Right. So it was bad. So my cousin took me to a doctor he knew yeah. and that's where we jumped the line because my cousin knew the doctor yeah. and the doctor prescribed me some medication which helped. A few weeks later we came back to Canada and I took them that <coughs> sorry I took that medication to my fa- to my family doctor yeah. and my family doctor's like uh, you should stop taking these they are highly addictive. Damn. So I stopped taking those right away but I know for the next couple of nights I had cravings for that medication. Oh. So like like stuff like that. Yeah. What do you think like is different between like like how is it, is it different for like people coming now versus like people who came like back in the day to like Canada? I think it's harder now, it's especially harder. for students. <laughs> Can I tell my story now? Were you guys talking about something? No. My story is just like the whole Bala story. So recently Sunny's cousin got married, right? So Sunny's Fufar's son. Fufar. Fufar. <laughs> what what a, how are you supposed to say it? Fufar. 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 Better? Say, say it again. Fufar. No, man. You got to flick the R at the end. I can't roll the R. It's not a roll. It's a bring her, bring her speech therapy teacher back. Shut up. Bring her here. Um, anyways. It's a bubble at the Godwara. That's so mean to me. Um, Tell them who Sunny is. They know we talk about Sunny all the time. Sunny is my sister's husband. Okay. God. Anyways, um, so for the wedding, he got married. Like for the wedding. <laughs> go- <laughs> what? For the wedding, he got married. <laughs> Can you let me finish my sentence? <laughs> okay, so he was marrying someone who's like. Not Punjabi, right? So, not Sunny. Not Sunny, man. Oh Sunny's God. cousin. Yeah, I know you, that. You, I you, said that. You said oh. Sunny. You guys are... No, it sounds like he like, divorced his sister and he married somebody else. Okay, Sunny's cousin who got married, he got married to someone who is not Punjabi, right? And um, the wedding was at the Godwara and there's like some, I guess, family issues on... Um, her side um so her parents weren't gonna attend the wedding so then (laughs) what happened was they needed someone to like kind of step in and act as her parents during the wedding ceremony because like you know the whole part where the dad gives hands over the palla and stuff and also for the milni the dad's dad is involved and then also for the what do you call it is it like an ardas or uh, where the parents stand up right and because she didn't have parents attending, I don't know why, like, so Sunny's Fufer thought it'd be a great idea that my parents step in and pretend to be this girl's parents, which is so weird because it's like, we're so far related. Like, I was even surprised we were, we were like, our family was even invited to the wedding. So it's like the weirdest thing. And then my parents actually agreed to do it, which I was like, I also thought it was weird. I was like, you should have said no um because it's so far-fetched like and what makes it weirder is that they've never even like met the girl they don't know anything about her and who she is 
and to be like pretending to be her parents like i get it she's in like a sad situation but then i'm thinking like when one of her other relatives step in maybe a close friend maybe even her brother would play you know play that part um so it was really weird and then when as we got closer to the wedding her brother did end up doing the balla part himself but during the milne my dad was still involved as being like her dad so the whole thing was strange but like isn't that like just such a ridiculous like thing to ask of someone no one gives a shit about my story eh? like no no it's um i thought roger he was gonna he, he was gonna uh, chime in i was on my phone you guys were <laughs> on phone. we know what the story was we know what the story was yeah we know what happened oh wow very sad <laughs> very sad girl parent not come okay very sad but okay your parents actually did a good thing they did but it's weird to do it in that way it's weird to do good things for other people <laughs> it's weird because they never met her like it's just and it's not supposed to be like such a like a intimate moment where we're like passing the balla and stuff well her parents didn't think it was intimate enough for for them to show up they were dead they're not dead Our mom, that's what my mom said they're, they're dead they're not dead oh <laughs> <laughs> they're not dead man her grandma passed away and she used to live with her grandma she never lived with her parents her parents are both alive oh okay <laughs> no what your parents did it's a good thing it's uh it's it's weird that <coughs> they wouldn't reach out to anybody on her side but no it's uh your, your parents did a good thing now yeah, uh, I really did. I now i just wish that they would continue that relationship after she got married as like <laughs> <laughs> as like taking her on as the fourth daughter shut up okay there's enough kids around here She's not getting anything. Yeah, I know. You guys aren't getting anything. <laughs> He's, this guy's taking everything. Yeah, let's yeah. go. No, I just thought it was like so random, like. Yeah, I think you should probably like if you're going to ask somebody else like a close relative maybe, right? Yes. Yeah, like that would make more sense to me. Like, Speaking of girls not getting anything, uh, how do you guys feel about that? Like when like the parents divvy up their estate, traditionally the girls don't get anything. the guy takes everything it's not fair i don't i don't condone it rajiv what do you okay well there's like two there's two ways to look at it one is i'm getting everything i don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> okay the other side is i mean in back in the day sure it made sense cuz like no in india realistically nobody is going to move anywhere right so kind of makes sense that the son gets it and then right over here is kind of different you know maybe like it should be split i don't know explain the india part again nobody what moves what nobody's going to move like anywhere so if like the son gets it then like the girl moves over there then like you're never going to sell the house and then the son just lives there forever and then his son lives there and then right mm. and the girls just move out because the only reason why it needs to be split is if you sell it and then the money can be split right but the girl's not going to live at that house true that yeah i don't <coughs> think it's fair okay like i get what you're saying cuz that's like everyone's thinking in brown families is like the girl leaves and then the girl moves into her in-laws house and then she like gets a house right essentially cuz she gets her husband's house cuz the house goes to the son but like like it's annoying that no one realizes like that's not her house technically you're she's never going to feel like that's her house that she's always going to feel like that's her in-laws house that's her husband's house and that's not her house and if she got divorced tomorrow what is she left with she's not getting that house 
and she's not getting a house from her parents. Like she's not, you know, it's like a lose lose situation. You know what my neighbor said to me yesterday? He said, "I know you're getting married. Put everything in your mom's name." <laughs> <laughs> what is there to put? <laughs> Jeez, that's true. Like that guy. My truck. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's like if you're not going to do a prenup, then then you should put everything in your mom's name. Like that what was it, that like guy. That soccer player. Yeah. yeah. You had a story about Bobby and beepers. <coughs> oh, God, <laughs> you're my best Bobby impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's your story about Bobby and beepers? Okay, so you are like in a con pot, right? And like average time for like one like roll or like one reader's like time is probably like around like two hours, right? It's like how long the Bobba should like continuously read for average time. So this is one of Bobba, right? He he like I guess no other Bobba showed up. He is, he went on for like four hours, right? He's t- he's like yawning, he's all tired, he's, like adjusting his legs, he's like you're like sweating and shit. So my dad like was he's like, Yo, should I like take over for you? You use the washroom and shit, right? He's like, No, nah, I'm still good. So then my dad waits like another like half an hour, right? Then my dad just calls like the Godor downstairs, like, yo, you know, bring like a guy to hall number three, this man's like tired out here, right? <laughs> then a new Baba shows up. And I'm like, it would make more sense if Bobby had beepers. So that way when they're tired, or like, let's say like the temperature in the room isn't right. Because like the the temperature thingy, thermometer thingy is like locked, right? So let's say the Bobba could just press like the beeper to request like a guy to come upstairs. And like, so efficient. So they need beepers. Or what if they all had like a WhatsApp group? And then you message like... How, how are you going to text while <laughs> reading? Bro, beeper, you just press oh, it. Oh, fine, okay. Yeah, reading with your hands. You can text. No, but you know, how do you oh, know? like look away from the yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can. Yeah, I think it's too complicated. Yeah, I think a beeper system could work. Help needed. <laughs> <laughs> Send man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we finally found a kid that Bindi wants to beat up. <laughs> what? Yesterday. What? Remember that episode? <laughs> that episode we did where we talked about disciplining your kids, and Bindi's like she would never hit a kid. We found that kid yesterday. Oh shit, who is it? Some random kid at the... Uh, so we went, went to the aquarium yesterday. And there's this kid running around with just shorts on, no shirt, no nothing. He's probably like four years old. Yeah, and he had no shoes on either. Like, and So he was running away from his mom, right? And the poor kid's mom is on the verge of tears trying to race after this kid. Damn. She just gave up, told a security guard to go get him. Right? <laughs> this kid's just running, bouncing off the walls. Literally pushing kids out of his way, shoving, Holy shoving kids out of his way. <laughs> They're falling, and they, this kid's just like living his best life, but like fucking everybody up. So I asked Bindi, I'm like, "What about him? <laughs> what would you do?" She's like, "Okay, probably that's probably one kid I would uh, I would smack." I felt so bad for the mom because she was like running after him, and at one point she just gave up. She turned around and went the other way, like. She was done with her kid. Yeah, she called John Moran. He'll pull a gun and on the kid. Yeah, so the kid's just on his own um, and pushing around other kids. And yeah, I was like, if that was my kid, I would have slapped the shit out of him. Like, he deserved to be slapped for sure. He's probably on like a sugar rush or something. And he didn't care. Like, he doesn't like, you know, when kids realize, oh, you, they don't see a parent around, they get scared. Or that's supposed to be the normal reaction. Nine years old, got lost in Walmart, cried, man. <laughs> he was like living his best life, like didn't give a shit that his parents were nowhere to be found. 
So what did you do? Did you actually beat the kid up? No. Why would I? I can't do that. I'm just thinking if that was my kid. Kid was her size, man. She couldn't beat him up. He, he, <laughs> he would have beat her up. Lose some wheel and make the fight happen. Sign the contract. <laughs> Should we wrap it up? We probably have to t- cut out 20 minutes of this episode. I don't know what to talk about. I have another now. story. Okay, okay. okay. So I was like washing dishes at like the Godor, right? There's an auntie next to me. She's just like, What the therapy are you? I can see that. I'm like, your auntie, I'm born here. She's like, oh, okay. That's so rude. Just generalizing. Well, what do you want her to do? Mind her own business. <laughs> like, God. Maybe she was trying to get me my PR. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. She wasn't trying to get you get you a PR. She was trying to get you a rishta. Trying to get you married. Oh, shit. Th- yeah. That's what my parents said, too. That's what that's what's, what it's about. Do you have a PR? Yeah. If you said yes, well, I have a girl in mind for you in India. Oh, yeah, but I'm 16, so that doesn't work. That doesn't matter for them. You heard Punjabi <laughs> songs? They sing about 16 year old girls all the time. Well, actually, 16 is consent over here. <laughs> we could make it happen. <laughs> that is true. We could make it happen. I went to India back in 2012. Yeah. And um, my dad's cousin took me to somebody's house. And uh, and uh, the guy's like, uh, maybe you should you know think about doing some some charity work <laughs> i'm like okay like i'll donate money yeah and started laughing he's like no it's not what i meant i'm like oh no i'm not <laughs> i'm not marrying your charity case oh <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. what? oh my god and taking her to canada no <laughs> if my money i'll give you money but i'm not marrying no charity case and taking her to canada yeah. Man, that's like the definition of a simp what? a simp i don't know what a simp is but how's that the definition of a simp Cause like you're simping on the girl to like get her here, or whatever. That is no, that's not a simp. That's not a simp. No, a simp is like when you chase after a girl. Okay, never mind. My dick shit. It's because you were sitting for so long. Yeah. I walk into the gurdwara this morning because uh, they had a bot for their grandpa, who passed away last year, and and uh, today was a bog. I walk into the hall. And uh, who do I see doing the... Th- uh, what, what's it called, Roger? It's your Explain what that is. Uh, it's like... Uh, <coughs> it's like this like s- stick thing with like hairs on it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain English. And you like do it like over like the Guru Granth Sahib because like back in like the old days, like kings used to like have that type of stuff, right? And then like also like, like bugs and shit. So like bugs and shit don't like come on there. And uh, I've also heard that like... For like uh, paper or whatever, it needs to be like at a cold temperature to like preserve them. So like that gives like cold air, right? Because that could be also a reason. So I walk into the hall, and who is uh, performing the service? <laughs> Rajveer. And I'm walking up to the front to do matha, and I'm trying not to look at this guy <laughs> so I don't start laughing. <laughs> and uh, this guy's just going about his business. And then Ardas started. <laughs> And then, so the Guru Granth Sahib is always on a platform, and this guy's standing on the platform. And what uh, thus <laughs> happens, that the person performing this duty has supposed, is supposed to get off a platform and stand behind it. This guy stands up on the platform, and you can no longer see his face. <laughs> All you see is this little white brush moving side to side. Yeah, and then Dad had to tell him to come step down. <laughs> it didn't, okay. The platform was so long that your arm couldn't, like, like you know do the thing properly so in my mind it didn't make sense 
Right. Right. I was, was conflicting. Conflict. I was conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need ESL. <laughs> All of you. I can be your e- your ESL teacher. I was perplexed. That's better. Should we do it? I, I I'll teach you guys English. Do you have a podcast or is it English class? We're gonna do. Uh, apparently, she wants to do, uh, wants to do a TikTok to promote this podcast, where I explain the meanings of Jamkila songs to her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say Jamkila songs. I said like Punjabi songs. Bro, you're age restricted, bro. <laughs> That's not what I said. Now that would be a great performance for uh, a great mm-hmm. promotion for the Jeet's new movie, Jamkila movie, or whatever he's making. Oh, it's in the works. Yeah, I think it's about to come it's out. It's almost done. Yeah. Oh. No, what I was saying is like we would play a Punjabi song, and then I would try to translate, and then you would, you know, translate and say what it actually means, because obviously my translation is going to be incorrect. Did anybody ever figure out who killed Chumkila? Is that like still on the... Did people know on the down low or like what's going on with that? It's right up there with uh, Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We gotta work on those first and then we'll get to this guy. I think they'll ever figure it out. I doubt it. No, no, I don't think... No. It's not like they're... Uh, they're, not, they're not even investigating it. It's a cold case. It's a cold case now. It needs to be a Netflix documentary. Oh, we should turn it into a Yo, Netflix documentary. Nah, we should turn this podcast into a true crime podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Investigate ourselves. Yeah. Because we're totally equipped to do that. Yeah, we are. Why not? We, we have the internet. Everyone has the internet, man. Fuck it, let's like go to India and get eyewitness accounts. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, so it's uh, Tupac, Biggie, then Jamkito. <laughs> I'll investigate the murders in that order. <laughs> I think Tupac and Biggie have documentaries <coughs> about them, about who killed them. They do, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's Jamkila's turn next. I think. Do you think they'll reveal it in five part Netflix docuseries? <laughs> Jamkila. You remember Tiger King was so big? Yeah. I never watched it. You said Tiger Singh. I thought about the Indian wrestler Tiger Jeet Singh. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. That Indian WWF wrestler. Tiger, Tiger Jeet Singh. No, I don't know him, bro. They have a school named after him in Malton. They do. Shit. He slapped a Japanese lady in in Japan because <laughs> she touched his bug. <laughs> I know the great Kali, uh, Jinder Mahal. Mm. He's from Calgary. Join us next week when we investigate the murder of Amarjeet Jamkila. Right, his name is Amarjeet. I don't know. I just heard it was like Amar Singh Jamkila. Oh no! Okay, let's 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 give them a little taste of uh, of a new TikTok stuff coming up. Okay. Okay. Like when you first spoke to me, I was scared. Can can I say it too? Go. Like on the first like roar, I got scared. Yeah. Well, why is he roaring at her? Because he's drunk. Oh. He's okay. been doing. He's drunk. What's the next word? Do you want to go next roar i 
<laughs> I came home from school one day and I was singing a song and my neighbor's wife was outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a good look. You got in trouble? <laughs> no, no, it was just embarrassing. My mom used to listen to Junkie. That lady <laughs> is wild. She was wild. She would get her brother to get her like the I don't know if it's cassette tapes or Maybe whatever. And <laughs> I don't care, okay? No, <laughs> This lady's reputation is very high in my family. Let's keep it up. So I don't think if her reputation is being brought down because she listened to Jamkila, if anything. Ladies aren't supposed to listen to Jamkila, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, but I think the guy in, the, in, the, in, the, in that song, I don't think he understands consent. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does no, not. He doesn't. No, he doesn't. Yeah, one time, I don't understand because like our, my dad's parents are like super chill, right? But like... One time they took like a tractor, like at nighttime they like didn't start the tractor, they pushed it into the street and then they, yeah, but like I'm pretty sure if they just asked their parents, they would have let him out anyways. I don't understand why he had to sneak out. Yeah. (laughs) Is it true your dad thought he would never get married? That's what he said to me. I never heard that. He thought he never would get married. Wow. Why? He would just be like a religious praying person, like never. He'd be a baba with a beeper. Yeah, like he never (laughs) thought he would get married. Then his parents got him. <laughs> Feet asleep. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, it's time to end. Yeah.